I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. today's episode we're gonna do things a little different i don't even mean that in like the cagey way we're gonna do things a little different podcasting the way you've never heard it before no uh kevin meckley of jayhawk talk uh you've heard him on here before he uh hosted jayhawk talk radio with me last year could it be returning this season stay tuned to find out all right done with that voice but uh we're just gonna talk i ended up uh, sitting down with him for Almost 40 minutes talking KU football, Jason Bean, Jalen Daniels. Kevin's uh, been covering and following Kansas football for a long time. Following more accurate than covering. He's never done it in an official capacity, which is why I like to talk to him. It's just uh, a long conversation, like sitting down with one of my dudes and talking KU football. Also going to talk Kansas basketball, which starts in about two weeks, November 4th, which feels very weird. Normally, we're counting down the days for the basketball season to begin. This year, it's almost like, hey, can you hold off for just like a couple more weeks? We're in the heat of football season, and for the first time in 12 years, we have a football team that at least to some extent matters to people. So maybe let's kick the basketball season can down the road. But Kansas basketball waits for no one. Defending national champs. You had Big 12 media days earlier this week, and uh, Bill Self talking about some freshmen. We love the quotes about the freshmen. I need to start making a list and see what Bill Self says about these guys like before we ever even see them play and compare it to what he says about them like after some game where they score 20 points and somebody asks him, you know, hey, what'd you think of Grady Dick today? Well, I thought he made some shots tonight, but, but, but uh, he didn't guard anyone. Bill Self had a great quote about Grady Dick earlier this week that's going to get any Kansas fan excited. I'm already excited to see this kid. I'm excited to see this team. But uh, the quote that we heard from Bill Self earlier this week on this kid who was the Gatorade National Player of the Year, it's going to get you pretty jazzed up. Even if you're still in football mode like me, probably gets you excited for basketball season and what this team has in store for 2022. All right, let's get to it. My guy, Kevin Meckley, the host of Jayhawk Talk, sat down for a lengthy conversation talking all things Kansas football and Kansas basketball. Here it is. Kevin Meckley, he is the host of the Jayhawk Talk podcast. Also, I think a lot of people forget this, the host of Jayhawk Talk radio Mm. on 610 Sports Radio, along with Andrew Payne, and myself, and as we're recording this, I'm immediately realizing I made a mistake not inviting Andrew. Yeah, I haven't told him. He's going to be real pissed. Like, he's going to yeah, well, work. He's a hot, he, he runs pretty hot, you know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, for the record, I asked him earlier this week, hey, you want a podcast this week? He's like, no, nah, let's do it next week. 
So like his loss at this point. Okay, fair enough. I I don't feel quite as bad. Okay. All right. I'll run it on the record. I'll call uh, I'll call Andrew next week. We'll we'll let him get his redemption. Um There you go. By the way, so just full disclosure, we are recording this on a Wednesday night. You're probably listening to this on Thursday or Friday. Happy birthday to Paul Pierce. I didn't know it yeah. was his birthday <laughs> until he sent out a tweet with as you told me before we started recording. Good tweet, but better birthday cake. He sent a picture of the birthday cake. Can you describe the birthday cake for those listening, Kevin? Yeah, we're not on the radio, right? This is the best part. I can say yes. whatever the fuck I want. Okay, yeah. that's great. Oh, wait, wait. Is this still on your work channel, though? Can it's I fine. You, you're like fine. That? You're fine. You is this can say okay? Yes. Am I cool? Yeah, you're good. Yeah, I mean, first of all, you just got to go see it. Uh, and then if you see it and you don't know the context, you got to go watch the video. And then you'll understand everything. I, as far as I recall, and I haven't seen it but in a long time, but he was doing like Instagram live or something with some strippers. Yes. And it was, his, I think it was his birthday. It was maybe. a poker game. I know it was a poker game. Yeah. Cause they were throwing chips and he was getting massaged. Like he was all comfy and he was clearly hammered. And it was a pretty hilarious video that got him ultimately fired from his job. If you make that video, I don't think he had any intentions of staying at ESPN long-term. Yeah. Well, yeah. Come on. I'm, you don't do I mean, that and think to yourself, like, sure hope my bosses don't see it. Yeah, no, fair. So his boys were there, and his boys got him the cake, right? The cake is great. Like, they, first of all, like, I love that the boys put the cake together. But if they were really his boys, they might have said, yo, bro, maybe not the live video. Like, let's, you can record the video, but let's think about it tomorrow, whether you want to post Does it. Does Paul Pierce strike you as the type of guy who, like, has other people constantly telling him what to do. No, no. <laughs> and now, now he's where he's at. Yeah. So the, the cake, by the way, if you, if you can't see it, if you haven't seen it yet, the cake that Paul Pierce posted to Twitter, it says on the top, come through Monica or yo, Monica come through, which is what he infamously what said on the Instagram live video. I think <laughs> he, got, like... he got fired and he was, Oh, he was smoking too. Oh, he was yeah. smoking pot on the video as well. And like, when your company's owned by Walt Disney, that's generally frowned upon. The crazy part is like right now, if he'd have done that today on ESPN, he would have like a three-year barstool contract tomorrow. <laughs> like that's, that's the funny part. Like he would probably be able to just find work pretty easy. He doesn't need it. Right. But anyway, he's doing fine. 45 years old. He wasn't that great on ESPN anyway. He was never, yeah, that's not his lane. Fine. That's yeah. not his lane. He'd have been better on barstool. <laughs> you know, Paul Pierce has been back to Kansas like one time, and it was for that that uh, I think it was the 50 year anniversary. Well, Legends classic thing. Do you remember he he made the shot? Yeah, he made the shot, and then Mario made the shot. Yeah, they went back and forth. That's Man, right. I've got a I've got a funny story to tell about that about Paul Pierce that night, but uh, even that I think is is too much? too much for too much. for this. I don't know if there's any platform on the planet that would <laughs> be appropriate to tell that story. I now I want to hear the story, but I guess we'll wait uh, until it, later. It, it, I'll just I'll just say that it involves um it involves multiple women. Shocking. It involves um consumption of things. It involves um devices, it involves items breaking. This sounds like the video. Like, I've already seen this. 
<laughs> he did it live. It's what kind of fire, Nick. <laughs> like I've seen, I've seen this. Oh what yeah, I forgot about, about that. Now I'll. Uh, I'll the t- devices poker chips because I've already seen no, this. I, I gotta maybe maybe we'll do an episode sometime where I've got a few in me and I'm feeling a little looser than I am right uh, now. Okay, but okay. Uh, it's a Wednesday right. night and I'm not I'm not quite there yet. So okay. uh, I'll, I'll get Save it to you sometime. One. Okay, so KU has now lost two games in a row. Kansas football. And there seems to be this like prevailing sense that like it's all over now. That was fun, right? Cute little September story, and now you lost your quarterback. Prevailing sense feels like it to me. That's how you feel. Are you are you leading the prevailing sense? No, I no because I don't feel that way. Okay, okay. okay, So so to be fair, is this like Twitter? Like who are are you? Okay, you're okay. You're right. Fans, you're right. Who 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 are we talking about? Who's the prevailing sense right now? Okay, okay. This is a little bit of a straw man argument I'm making. Okay. I just want to make sure. Okay. What I, I would think, say, the buzz, the buzz is not there. The buzz is gone. The buzz that was there two weeks ago no longer exists. And I guess that's fair. okay. That's fair because Kansas was fair. undefeated. They were ranked for the first time in a decade. They hosted college game day for the first time ever. So, of course, you lose your Heisman quarterback. You lose two straight games. The interest is going to wane a little bit. Yeah. But I, I still look at this team and like people keep asking me like, you know how many times I've been asked this and maybe this is the question that led me to say that was people keep asking me if I think this is a bowl team. And I said, mm-hmm. they have to win one more game, one more game to go to a bowl. They have five remaining. Yes, this is a bowl team. That question is, I feel like when people ask me that question, it seems like a stupid question. Is it a We've stupid question? We've been here question? before, though. Is Nick. it a stupid question? <laughs> well, yes, no, because we've been here before. We've been 5-0 and before and did not go to a bowl game. Like, not that long ago. Yeah, but that was the, be- that was the beginning of the end, right? That was when Mangino completely lost the locker room. I got it. Don't, you, think- don't you feel like this is a little bit different? Yes, of course. And you got to hope. You know, we'll see. But you got to hope that there's a chance we get that Heisman quarterback back at some point. Uh, You got to hope that what we saw at the end of last season, which was momentum carrying through, even through losses, continues here. And yeah, I mean, look, we got we have games that we're going to be underdogs in the rest of the way. But it's kind of like. You know, on Ken Palm, you look down and you're, you're, uh, you're, we'll, we'll put it in the other side for KU. You're favored to win the next five games on Ken Palm, but it predicts a four and one record or a three and two record because they're close games. Uh, that's, it's just variance kicks in. And you, even though you're, you might be predicted to lose all five games in a vacuum one by one, you know, on the, on the aggregate, you're probably three and a half, one and a half. And or one and a half, three and a half in this case. And so, yeah, I think if you were to ask, is this a bowl game, a bowl team? I'm with you. I think there's a way somehow variance kicks in. We win one more game. Hopefully it includes a Heisman quarterback back on the team. Hopefully it means at the end of the year, we're kicking again with a bunch of momentum going into the off season with another month of practice which is huge. Like we're always behind the rest of the the freaking world because they all get to practice during the off season for a bowl game. We're always done. You get a bowl game, you get an extra, you know, month, month and a half of practice with these guys with a team. That's all coming back. Everybody 
pretty much. And getting healthy, hopefully. Uh, yeah, let's see. I mean, it's it's huge for us to get that that win. I think they'll find a way to do it. I think people are forgetting that Texas Tech exists as well. And I think they yeah, got- but that's a way though. They're they're a lot better there. What do you mean they're a lot better there? I think they're a lot better there. They they have they lost a game? Oh yet? you oh 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 you mean when they're in Lubbock? Yeah no okay yeah I I got what you're saying yeah I mean they beat Texas there. Yeah. So I think that that game sticks with a lot of people, and Texas now obviously looks pretty good. So we sort of play this game where we say, okay, well, this team is good now, and they lost to this other team that's bad now, but they they lost to them three weeks ago, so maybe that team that beat yeah. them is secretly good. <laughs> but like the thing that I keep kind of harping on is that even in these two losses, you lost by seven to TCU, you covered the spread. Or what was it, eight? Or did they lose by eight? Either way, I got him at, I had him at eight. That was a push. And thanks to you, by the way, hat tip, I got Kansas at plus 10. I got 10 and a half. You should have you should. Oh, you got to be kidding me. You should have stayed with me. No. I fired again at 10 and a half. Damn, I, I, unloaded it. I unloaded it at 10. And that's the only reason why I felt some solace in that loss. I bet it at 10. And then uh, about 20 minutes before kickoff, it goes to 10 and a half. And I went, I, I think I did. Three units, I did six on, on ten and a half. Damn. I just went all in, which was dumb. A stu- like, totally no, dumb. no, it's a results-oriented business. Yeah, well, yeah. But, uh, I, I decided to, to beef it up a little bit. I felt really good for some reason. Yeah, I don't know. Well, it, it, even uh, after those games, which, congratulations, you should feel good. And, you know, I came away from a betting sense, and I hate always looking at everything through a a gambling lens now, which I feel like I do more now that I'm gambling more. Not me. Doesn't bother me at all. <laughs> <laughs> but the, but the, I came away from the, from those two losses and I thought I'm still waiting for Kansas to look outclassed. That's fair. I'm yeah, still the, waiting for them to look like they don't belong on the same field as some of these upper echelon big 12 teams. Correct. And that's a, that's a good barometer to use generally. Hey, you know, to cover the spread, but our spreads used to be 34 points. You know, now they're a touchdown and that's, that's progress in itself. I mean, you could you look down and we're look at, I don't think the rest of the way, what do you think that Oklahoma state line is going to be? Let's say, let's say we lose by a touchdown in this next game. What do you think that Oklahoma state line is going to be? Oklahoma state's at home, right? Or no, it's yeah. Home. Yeah. At, yeah. At, at, in Lawrence. If you lose this game by a touchdown, the Baylor, yeah. I would guess it's probably 13 and a half. That's ex- I was going to say 13. So right there. And which side do you like? Hmm. Well, it's, well Kansas hasn't, line, Kansas. Yeah. Hey, Kansas hasn't failed to cover yet. A good line. I, they I, I guess all I'm saying is like if uh, at the beginning of the year, and I hate to go back to preseason expectations because Everyone and their mother reset expectations after five and zero, and I think it's fair to do that. But like big time, big picture, perspective guy, let's play that card for a minute. Like you wanted this team to be competitive, you wanted this team to build on what they showed the end of the year last year. Ideally, you wanted to see Jalen Daniels take the next step, but you wanted to see a program being built and under like. Even if they lose by 30 points to Oklahoma State and, you know, lose by less than 10 the rest of the way, like you cannot say that a program is not being built. 
Now, next year, I think expectations should be bowl game or bust, which just like sitting here right now is pretty wild thing to say, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, And I think we probably would have had that expectation if they'd have won four games this year Uh, because you'd have said, okay, look, you know, Lance's first year, you win a couple. Next year, you win four. Next progression is six. Like, we want to see it. Uh, All I'm saying is, like, if they get, even if they don't, win the rest of the way but they are competitive i i will not be i'll be upset like i'll be like disappointed but you can't be mad yeah i i think that's a good way of putting it because you're right you it's only natural to alter your expectations with new information you know before the season i didn't know this was going to be a really high-flying explosive offense but after five games I said, okay, well, this is one of the nation's best offenses. I'm no longer just saying get to six games, get to six wins. I'm saying, hey, can you compete for the Big 12? And obviously that's not going to happen now, or at least it doesn't look like it with, uh, with Jalen out, who, by the way, limited participant at practice mm. on Wednesday, which mm. for all we know means he, uh, he jog- jogging. Yeah, he, <laughs> he jogged to the 20s and then uh, and called it a day, but... Whatever. Whatever, Better man. Than nothing. It's something. But I think the thing for me is that now, even with Jason Bean in there, I saw, well, this wasn't a massive drop-off. It's noticeable, especially against Oklahoma. We saw the difference between, yeah. between Jalen and Jason. But at least it's not, oh, the train's coming, coming off the tracks now because Jalen was the only thing keeping this offense alive. You still hung, even though the final score probably wasn't indicative of kind of the flow of that game. You say it's a backdoor cover? I didn't see the very end of it. Once I saw the game was a blowout. Oh, it were, was a total backdoor cover. We got, uh, when we were down, uh, what was it? I'm trying to remember what the time of the, of the score was, but in my brain, I said, we got to hold them to a field goal. We got to go score a touchdown. And then we have to somehow hold them for that. And that'll be 10 points and we'll, we'll cover. And I said, Backdoor cover still live <laughs> on like I tweeted that, but that was at that point. Like, and then those three things happened. We got lucky. Yeah. For- I was at a sports bar in Denver. So we were kind of like, once I saw the game was over, I kind of threw in the towel. Enough. But even with being out there, like he's going to give you a chance to win some games. You're still going to be able to, to compete as long as Why he doesn't isn't he running. Well, that's the thing, man. Like that's the one thing I thought I knew about Jason. So Bean. confused. And the one thing I thought I knew about Oklahoma was that is a shit run defense. And this guy might be the fastest dude on the team. And he just seemed like he didn't want to. He didn't want to. Like, there were and opportunities. I, mean, I, I get he's a North South guy. Like he's not, he's not going to juke you out of your shoes. He's not a, he's not an instinctive quarterback. Like in a way that like knows when to take off. Like, I think things have to be set for him. That's okay. Uh, Some guys are that way. I think Jalen's really good at that instinctive, like playmaking, you know, not the fastest guy on the field, but like elusive knows how to like use the quarterback skill set to, to, to fake guys enough to make like, I'm not just like comparing to Pat Mahomes, but like, Pat's the best at that. He's not fast, but God damn, like he's slippery and he's always, he's always able to make up. Even Todd reason kind of had that, that little bit of that in him. Bean does not. No, he's got a laser rocket arm who can throw it really fast and really far. 
not no touch passes. Uh, and he's fast as fuck, but he doesn't doesn't got to use that. And like I, I didn't know why the why the why the staff didn't push more design stuff for him. It made me feel like that one play that I just blew up on was when he when he when he slid or he didn't slide. They they said he he tripped. No, the dude saw the dude made a business decision. Mm-hmm. Like short of short of that first down, he starts kind of tripping like three yards short because the guy was just about to level him. But you take contact there, you get a first down. And I said something like, dude, he didn't trip. He made a business decision. Now I don't know if that business decision was coach instructed. They wouldn't, have been. Do, they wouldn't do that, would they? I wouldn't think so, but the way he was playing, it makes you wonder. But that's just it. I wonder if it The way was, they called it, it makes you wonder. Well, I what do you mean by the way they called it? The way the the way the, the coaches called the game. They didn't put him in those situations to go try to pick up tough yards, go try to design I mean But I think the, a lot of those plays, a lot of what Kansas's offense is predicated on is the quarterback having you know, two or three options and trusting him to make the right one. And why KU looked so good early on was Jalen proved that he was a damn good decision He's maker. He's good at that. He's good at that. And yeah, I, it, wonder it, if, I wonder if they just put him in the same situation and they realized that Jason's not good at making those decisions on the fly. And that's okay. And, and you would think they would know that after the first read pitch play, he threw the pitch to, you know, the turf monster in the first game. Like you'd think they kind of figure that out. And there are ways to design like QB draws or something just to give, give the guy a chance to, to get out in the open field and take off running with a head start. I, I bet the over prop on rushing, maybe this is just too much of me talking about that. Thinking I like you thinking I knew the guy's skill set. Mm-hmm. What is he good at? He's the fastest mofo on the team. Mm-hmm. Like let's let him be the fastest mofo on the team. Uh, anyway, and I don't know if it was him or the the scheme or or what. Well, I, just know, to I play devil's advocate to that, I wonder. This is just pure speculation, and I and maybe I'm kind of just talking myself into this coaching staff because I've been sort of drinking the Lance Leipold, Andy Kozlowski. We call him Coach K. We call him. He's the, he's the new <laughs> Coach K. Um, Coach L. Yeah, he, Coach K. No, Coach Kozlowski. I, oh, that Coach K. I, yeah, yeah, that Coach K. He's the real Coach K. I think yeah. I like the idea of just saying, like, we're not changing this offense for you. Because to yeah. me, that almost that almost complicates it. So now every now the other 10 guys on the field are going to have to run a different offense than they've been running all year just to put this guy in a better situation. Because what I think will happen, Kevin, is I think they're saying, hey, if we're going to have to use you the rest of the season... We're, we're better off, it's a better bet to run the same shit that you've been repping all summer, maybe all year in practice, and just hoping that after, you know, maybe this will be your bad game. Because I do think this. There's going to be a game, and maybe it's this Saturday against Baylor where he doesn't turn the ball over. Hmm. And if he doesn't yeah, turn the ball over... I'll take and, that bet. Okay, I'm just... You don't think there will be one game the rest of the season where Jason Bean doesn't turn the ball over? No. You think he's that bad? No, I don't think he's bad. I just think he he has well, guy, like quarterbacks a, who turn a, it over every game aren't good. Yeah, but if if he throws four touchdowns, it, it, it levels <laughs> out. You know, it's like there's a Jameis Winston's got a long career in the NFL. The <laughs> guy throws a pick every game, maybe two. Uh, no, I get it. Like, it, I understand what you're saying. They asked Luke. I think it was Luke Grimm. 
uh, this is a couple weeks ago. They asked him, uh, Hey, you know, how, how often, how much have we seen of your offense and how many plays do they kind of install, you know, each week? And he said 50 new plays every week. And if that's true, you know, who knows if he's bullshitting, but 50 new plays a week, you'd think in those 50 plays, they'll find some ways to make sure that they got things set to Jason Bean's skill set. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Now you might be right. You might be right. I, I do think ultimately it comes down to, I, w- I would bet you the coaching staff, like we said earlier, I bet you the coaching staff was like as surprised as we were that he wasn't as eager to run. Maybe I, it, it, something was off. I don't know if it was him or them, but something was off. I, I just, it's something to watch. So let's just see what happens here. But there's no reason why Jalen Daniels, who is a good athlete and a good runner, like not a game breaker. Like this guy has game breaking speed. Right? We saw it last year. I mean, the guy would, the guy would have, you know, he was, he was great. Yeah. Running no, he, the ball. Yeah. So I, I, anyway, I just want to see that. I think it would open up a little something. Uh, you know, we'll see. I think they beat Baylor on Saturday. Ooh, I like that. I hope so. That, that would take so much pressure off of everything. Mm-hmm. Like if they get to six house money, the rest of the way, like, I agree. House money. Who cares if you lose by 40 to Oklahoma state? I don't because we got six, baby. Dude, we got six. Well, cause here's the thing I, well, and this is another thing. If I say something in week two, I'm never going to let it go. So I said in week two, the Baylor sucked and no matter what data comes across, I am going to stick by that. I think they suck. I don't think I know the quarterback practiced yesterday. I don't think he's very good. And I, and I keep saying this too. People who have listened to this podcast all year have heard me say this like eight times. I don't know how I fit it into every episode, but every year, <laughs> I think we just like expect that, oh, Baylor's going to have a good quarterback. Guess what they don't have this year? Good quarterback. So I don't yeah. care that, that QB1 is back in the mix for Saturday's game. I don't think he's any better than Jason B. Like, he's bad. He's bad. I don't think Baylor's very good. Like, I think okay. Kansas can go and win in Waco. Does that mean I got to... Do I need to go bump up my little number? I don't know. How, can, how, convincing, how convincing was my argument of <laughs> Baylor sucks? I didn't, like, give you much data other than no, Baylor sucks and their quarterback said, sucks. Uh, you said week, week two, you said it, and you're sticking with it. That's all I heard. Yeah, that's right. And what's the latest line? Are we still looking at, like, seven and a half? Eight. Eight. Eight and a half. That's been something else that's remained very steady this year. Whatever the line opens with, it always gets bigger wherever Kansas is underdog. Yeah, it pays to wait. Well, especially since Bean Mm -hmm. came on. Uh, I don't think people trust that. But, because you know, know, and maybe this was because they got down big so early against Oklahoma, but going into that game... In three Big 12 games, Oklahoma was given up 310 yards rushing per game. Like, they had been the worst run defense in the country since conference play began. So the one thing I was confident about was, even if Bean's not good, if he's not you know on target with his throws, KU is going to run all over them. And what did they rush for? 35 for 165. I mean, that was their, maybe uh, aside from Iowa State, that was one of their worst rushing performances of the year. Is that that all because of being two? Or is that just because they got down early? I mean, I thought they would Uh, be able to run for four quarters. So the fact that they got down early. They committed to it. 
they stayed committed the whole game though. Like they did not abandon the run, uh, even down three scores. And uh, they, it wasn't great. I think Oklahoma played about as good as they can play. And Mm -hmm. I mean, they had those two turnovers that were real bad, but for those turnovers, it could have been pretty messy for KU and that stop, you know, at, at, at halftime. But all those three things happen. Like you can't just like wipe them away. But I think Oklahoma played really good. And, you know, we got their A effort and we did not give an A effort. We still stayed, you know, relatively in the game. Okay, let's talk some basketball. Uh, Kansas basketball. Isn't this weird? The first time since like 2009 where it almost feels... It almost feels wrong to turn the page to basketball in October. I know other schools have this feeling, and if you can't see the video, Kevin is pulling up his Kansas National Champions hoodie over his face. Are you ready? Are you ready for basketball, or is there a part of you that's still like, you know what, I wish it would wait a couple more weeks? No, I'm totally in football season right now. It always takes me a little bit to, like, turn the page. Uh, I'm a football guy. Like, I love the NFL. I love, I'm a fantasy football. I love betting. I love, you know, Daily fans. I love all the stuff that goes into football season. Uh, but like once the ball's tipped, like I'm in, <laughs> like <laughs> leading up to it, like late night, I could care less. I like, agree. A hundred percent. I don't care about late night. I don't care about get me to exhibition season, show me basketball. And then it's pretty quick for me to come right back on. Now I'll, I'll still stay football, particularly if KU's like right there. Like I, I will have very split allegiance there. Like I will be all in on KU football too. But no, I, I mean, how great is it? it? It's the best time of the year, sports wise, to have football on the weekends that you care about and basketball on the weekdays. Sports all the time. It, like I, right now, yeah, you gotta like wait till the weekend. That's that's it's awesome. Well, I I do agree. Like, it's tough for me to get geared up for basketball season. Like, I don't consume. I'm not. Like when people are coming out with like their their top twenty five power rankings, players to watch, national championship predictions, like the big college basketball stories, I don't care. And honestly, even like the KU stuff, I don't really consume because Wednesday was Big Twelve Media Day, and all the coaches are speaking about their teams. And, yeah, you know we like our guys. We got a long ways to go. We got a long ways to go. Uh, Bill Self, though, had a quote today about Grady Dick. And this is the one oh, thing. I saw it. So good. All right. This is the one thing that piqued my interest. And I wanted to say it to you because I, <laughs> I wish people could see your face. I knew that you I would love, love this so quote. Much. I knew you would love this quote. I'm so happy. So Grady Dick, if you're not uh, aware, he was the Gatorade National Player of the Year in high school, in all of high school. He is from Wichita, Kansas, went to Sunrise Christian Academy. And he is about six foot seven with an absolute yopper. Like, this guy (laughs) loves to launch threes. And here's what Bill Self had to say about him today. Even Mario Chalmers and Brandon Rush were in there the other day, and they said, God, you can't block him. He's 6'8", and he shoots it up here, and he doesn't have the dip it to shoot it. I think mechanics are part of it. The other thing that's probably more important is, when it comes to shooting, this dude has no memory. I mean, none. Now, he may not be confident in all other areas playing, but when it comes to that one skill set, I mean, his confidence level shooting the ball is like what Marcus Garrett's was defensively. He can't remember the bad stuff. He may miss 10 in a row, 
but he thinks he's going to make the next 10, and we need that. That is the best quote that Bill Self has ever given about any player in the history of his career. I am so excited for Grady Dick. I can't be more excited. <laughs> you just turned the page for me. Like I've, I, I tweeted today the, uh, you know, the Home Alone two Tim Curry, the guy at the front desk when he does that big smile, like the Grinch. <laughs> yeah. You know the big yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, yeah. that was my gift response to that quote because I was so happy, just this huge, mean, nasty smile. That's what I think about. When I think of Grady Dick, like I am so excited for this guy. I want nothing more than for him to be the absolute most despised mofo on the college basketball planet. Like everyone hates him, mm-hmm. but KU who adores him. Like that's we what I want. finally get uh, our Duke annoying white we guy. We finally get him. And like, people, I've been and I know, for this. And I know people will say, well, what about Christian Brown? Nobody was annoyed no. by Christian Brown. They should have been. But, but like, you know why, though? Because Christian Brown never smiled. And Christian Brown, like unlike, you know, Grayson Allen or Greg Paulus or John Shire or Kyle Singler. <laughs> Christian Brown didn't really have like a punchable face because he never really gave anything off until he was going off and then he would just get angry. And there was, I don't know, he just had a little grit in him that was that made him not annoying. I promise mm-hmm. you, that is not who Grady Dick is. He's got, no. He has got blonde, wispy hair. He is going <laughs> to look goofy as hell. He's probably going to smile a lot and everybody else is going to hate him. I can't wait. This is just it, chef's kiss. I think he is going to be. Uh, I, I'll just say this. Like, I think he's going to start. I think he's going to play a lot of minutes. I think he's going to be a, a big time scorer for us. But like, what if there's a world where he is really, really good? Like he could be like, like I, it may like be, all big 12. Good. Yeah. Like he's freshman newcomer of the year, whatever. Like, He's, he is, let's just say he's, he's averaging 14 points a game, 13 or 14 points a game, which is probably second leading score on the team or, or right there. Mm -hmm. Like, what if he's that good? Like, I think first of all, for us to be really good, he probably needs to be. Well, Uh, the the, the thing about him shooting has to be true for us, for K to be good, because I don't know who else is going to be. Who else is going to bring it? Yeah. But like, if he is. Oh my God. It was just going to be so much fun. Like it, Twitter will be the worst place on the planet uh, and the best place on the planet at the same time. The only thing I can't get involved with, and this is just me, maybe it's just too cheap. I have not made a greedy dick, like a dick joke. Like it feels I can't too because it's too easy. It's too man. easy. It's too cheap. Like I want to, like we need to go like three or four levels deeper than that and deeper and deeper. And oh, sorry. Oh, no, d- damn it! God, here we go. go. I knew it wouldn't uh, take you long. Ah, uh, shit. Uh, no, look, I, that's, I'm, I'm not there yet. That's going to be too easy. That's going to be, you know, that's going to be. Uh, uh, Perry Ellis has been here too long. Sort of jokes. Yeah, like, it's low hanging fruit, man. Not in, not into it. But if you can if you can make it funny like like i tried to do there then you can maybe you can pull me in 
And I'm not saying I won't indulge at some point. Yeah, oh, see, what? No, no, what? see, now you're in it. Now you're in it, man. Now you're in there. Um, I don't. I don't think he's. I haven't really checked any mock drafts, but I don't think he's being. No, I don't considered think so as like a one and done. But I remember t- I talked to his. Uh, uh, I talked to his high school coach or his prep school coach, and he said like. People think they see oh six they 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 see you know white guy who shoots and they think he's just like a spot up shooter, and I don't know he's gonna be breaking dudes down, but like he can go and finish at the rim as well. Yeah, I his still, tape is fun. Like, yeah, it is. It. it is. It really is. And I mean, he was playing for the he was the best player for the number one prep school team in the country. I mean, Sunrise Christian, who they've got a guy at a. Uh, I can't remember the guy's name, but they sent another dude to Duke who was uh, a top 20 player in the country. So, And everybody knew he was the best, too. Everybody knew what he did, and still nobody could, could stop him. I do think, like, in terms of importance level, sort of know what Dewan is. Like, he's your sort of rock. You know who Jalen is. Like, I don't think Jalen's going to be that steady, going to give you 16 every single night. I'm not sure that's who he is. Maybe, maybe he takes a big leap this year. Yeah, maybe, maybe. But like in terms of like importance level, somebody on this team has to stretch the floor. And I don't know outside of Dick who's going to be able to do it. Yeah, I I don't either. And like you look down the roster, I mean, even on the freshman class, I mean, I, there's not, there's no one there that's really like, a shooter that you sort of put in as the, that's the guy you need to make sure you got a hand on in the, in the, in the three point line. Uh, I think the other side to that though, is we need some, I don't know who we need some big to step up and be good. I don't know who that's going to be yet. Yeah. Uh, but you talk about level of importance. Like I still think that's, that's pretty important too. All right. We got a couple minutes here. So uh, before you go, I want to ask it real quick on Jalen. He was, I mean, he's had two really weird seasons, right? Where last year he comes in after the suspension, sixth man, was playing some of the worst basketball we've ever seen him play at Kansas. Then all the shit with Remy happened. (laughs) He comes back into the starting lineup and all of a sudden, boom, right? He's like the team's best rebounder and he was invaluable to Kansas down the stretch. What do you think he looks like as the lead man? I think he was supposed to be the lead man last year. I think coming into the season, like you talked to around, people around the program, you talked to even self. He's again, he said it four or five times. Like this guy is, is unstoppable in practice. He's our best plays that he is playing the best. And then he had a fuck up and uh, you know, he deserved it to get benched and he did. And I think it just derailed the, the momentum that he was supposed to bring right into the start of the season. I don't see a reason why he's not the same thing this time. I, he's a weird leader. Like you don't think of that player. Who's not a go get your shot guy or, uh, you know, can do one thing. Great. I mean, he's a great rebounder, uh, but you don't think of the great rebounder as the leader, right? You think of mm-hmm. someone who either leads the floor or could fill the, fill up the, the basket. And I'm not sure he's that guy either, but like, I'm interested to see like if he's the vocal team leader and I think he's going to be, I mean, Dwan is going to be Dwan. I think that he's, he's obviously really important there, but who are you seeing in the off seat? You're seeing, you're seeing Jalen everywhere. Like he's running to the football games. He's tweeting everywhere. Like 
you think about him as the guy coming back and he's obviously got the most to prove in terms of the next step in his career too. Right. So yeah, I, I, I'm intrigued. I'm excited. I think he's, I don't, the only thing I don't want from him is to force it, which he sometimes gets caught up in. And that's when he's not as good. He is best when he gets to play garbage, man, let the game come to him, take open shots. If he's going to try to create and go off the dribble and pull up jumpers and shit, that's just not his game. Then I'm going to, I'm going to struggle. Good shit, man. Kevin, thanks for the time. See you, buddy. All right, before you go, please, please, if you haven't already, subscribe, rate, and review wherever you're listening to this podcast. I appreciate you so much for taking some time to listen to me. Next week, we'll be back with a little more basketball stuff. We'll obviously recap KU's game against Baylor. We'll get into some basketball stuff, maybe do uh, some season preview type stuff for KU basketball. So thanks as always. This is Waving the Wheat. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay. Plus taxes and fees. Phone fees 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.